Hi, welcome to The Incompatibles. I'm Lori. I'm Baron. I'm an introvert. I'm an extrovert. I take my time. I get it done. I lean left. I lean right. I'm a dreamer. I like reality. I can read emotions. I know how to read a map. How do incompatibles make a life together? We've done it for 40 years. Today we are going to talk about a very important question. Should you text or call? You should call. (laughs) And why should you call? Because you have an interest in human beings and you want to visit with those folks and you want to have a relationship with them and you'd like your life to be filled with (laughs) complex and interesting and nuanced conversations that provide life-giving force to your existence. That's why. (laughs) So what was that? You, You said talk with those folks? Yeah, I'm from the Midwest, so I say folks. <laughs> Chew the fat, right? Yeah, yeah, just have a conversation. Right, just like walk down the street, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, interact with strangers, uh, show an interest in people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's why you prefer to call, because you yeah, want... Yeah, so as a baseline, I like to interact with other human beings, because as an extrovert, uh, I find it invigorating. Okay, so even if you have to call the bank or you have to call, <laughs> your face just lit up. Oh, my word. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to people. I oh. talk to the receptionist at the bank. I'll talk to anybody. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yes, you will. Yes. So including the taxi driver. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. The Absolutely. Uber driver. And yeah. Okay. So when you lit up about calling the bank, I'm like, oh. In fact, right now I have to call the salon about rescheduling a hair appointment. It's like, oh, I have to make a phone call. It's just annoying. Yes. (laughs) I get that. I see that on your face, and that's your reaction. Sort of a shudder at the idea of (laughs) communicating with others. Why don't we dive into that, Lori? Help us understand your thinking. Okay. Phone calling is, I think, a big stressor for introverts. I don't like to call when I could text. I'm really appreciative that now sometimes you can actually have a chat online with like a tech support person or whatever so that you can do other things and not just hang on the line. And it doesn't have to be all-encompassing, this segment out of your day. So you can sort of parse out your interaction with folks and return to it as you want to. Yeah, yeah. It's very convenient that way. You know, it's less stimulating. It gives introverts more room to form thoughts. I mean, when we're on the spot, that's more stressful for introverts. We like to be able to think about our responses. So it's just this amazing invention we have now that we can just have at our hand an ability to respond at our own pace and refuel and reflect and give the response that that is most helpful. It's just lovely. The oppression of Ma Bell is over. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, see, I think of the golden era for extroverts as between the time letter writing sort of died out, texting oh. began, when we could just call folks and they had to folks? answer. What is with the folks? All I like sudden. it. It's a good word. <laughs> Okay, okay. You could call folks. Yeah. yeah whoever call it is. Folks. Friends, relatives, coworkers, 
the receptionist at the bank. I don't know. Somehow you're conjuring Im- We live in the city. You're conjuring images of chewing on a piece of straw, talking to your neighbor on the farm. You can talk to your neighbors in the city. It's a little <laughs> slightly more dangerous, but it's right, also possible. It you know, I think that if we'd have better cities, if we talked to our neighbors. So maybe one of the sad realities is that texting has sort of drained some energy from our neighborhoods because we're spending less time visiting with folks next door. Folks, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you talk about all this desire for human interaction and this rich, nuanced, as you say, conversations. Yes. Human connection. But I know you. I know there's more to it. I think you like to call sometimes because you just want what you want now. Yeah, there's an instant gratification component to it. I definitely get a dopamine surge, as you've explained, from interactions extroverts do. Yeah, you have well-greased dopamine pathways, and that's all about getting the rewards right now. So you want a response now. You don't want to wait. Right. Right. I'm okay with wanting something now and going and getting it. You know, so, you don't have to yeah, but you see, answer the phone. You can ignore right. me. I can. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness for voicemail. I can <laughs> you know, the horror. I mean, I was little when- Horror. You know, Go ahead. Of, of, no, when the phone would ring and you had- That would was be, horrific for you. No, yes, because <laughs> there was- no way of knowing who was calling, what their agenda was. <laughs> okay. All right. Go it ahead. interrupted your day, and so you had the choice of either missing the call, right, and not knowing what you know was needed, or having to roll the dice. Wow. <laughs> and okay, pick it up. I didn't up, realize it was so fraught. Not knowing who is calling. Wow. Really? Yeah. So I didn't really hear the sound of you know the theme song from jaws you know the music in the background when i you know walk toward the phone you know and, and you know, my hands okay, the claws or reach for the handset oh who is it gonna be ah you know no i like great somebody's calling me and just answer the phone now sometimes it's annoying yeah especially at telemarketers that was really annoying there's definitely times when phone calls oh, are yeah. inconvenient i'm not saying every phone call is great but the fact that you had a chance to actually talk to a human being and maybe make a connection I know you're elevating uh, verbal interaction over written interaction. And you mentioned the phasing out of letter writing, which is such a loss. I mean, I I think that for me, I probably can communicate more nuance in words written on paper than I can in conversation. Because in conversation, I don't have as much time to access my own thoughts and reactions. Yeah. When I was overseas, I had like letters from two people. Okay. So letter writing is clearly done. Um, I don't think people are writing letters anymore. It's archaic. I always enjoyed getting a letter. It was pleasurable to read an actually well-written letter. Somebody sat down, took the time to write down their thoughts. I think that's a wonderful thing. And, And I would certainly encourage people to do that, but we're not getting that through our smartphones. What we're getting is emojis and eight character references and people are dropping vowels so they don't have to be exhausted by typing vowels into their phone because it might take another three seconds. Where's the richness of human interaction through a text? I just don't get it. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's fair. And I know for me, because I do like to communicate more of that richness, I can take a long time to text. And sometimes it does take more time than is practical. And it might be easier to pick up the phone, but it's not because it's just not for me. Right. Well, you've got the whole traumatic stress disorder thing to get over from the phone calls you received as a child. So I could see that (laughs) 
Maybe there's like a program for that or some type of drug. We'll talk about, talk oh, about more. Talk oh, about nice. more. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to pathologize. I get that you're different. Half the world is like you, and half the world's like me. Right. Hey, folks. Want to learn more about your introverted partner? Pick up a copy of Lori's Introvert Power at your favorite bookstore or online. The audiobook is available too. We're incompatible when it comes to phoning and texting. Talk about maybe some categories. How can we move forward with this and make it work a little better? And how can you be a little bit more willing to help me? And how can I be a little bit more willing yeah. to tolerate texting? Well, I'm actually much more receptive to a phone call if you text me first and just say, hey, have a minute. Okay. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that in teams. And hey, can I call? Particularly for anybody under the age of maybe 35 that would be appalled <laughs> that I actually called them. Cold call. Oh, you oh. cold call? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're marked mm-hmm. with the sign of the devil if yeah. you call somebody without actually giving them a heads up. I used to work with somebody, ask me a question. I texted her and before I responded, she would be calling me because she couldn't wait for the text. Okay. You know, I don't really want to have a conversation. I'm busy. All right, so what I've been doing is I've been just dropping to Teams or a text or say, hey, you got a couple minutes yeah. to call you? And then say, yeah, call, you know, now is good or whatever. And then we just immediately, in five seconds, I'm hitting the call button. That works. I think that's a good way to navigate it because you don't really know a lot of times whether your coworker, especially somebody you don't work with that much, is an introvert or extrovert and what their preference would be. So I'm okay with that. I want to respect that. Person's communication style. I think to be a good leader or be a good coworker, we have to show respect to each other. But what and happens if they don't get back with you? Well, I think that happens to everybody. You know, okay. whatever they're. For whatever reason, I think, I, just think I, I think it's a benign thing. Generally, you've taught me, look, when something happens, it's not you, it's them. So they're either distracted or they're worried. I don't know. I can count so many times when people have apologized. They say, hey, I'm sorry to get back with you right away. I got this other thing. And I think that's the way to approach it. You know, people don't get back with you. There, something else happened. So there's too many times when that happens in life to worry that much about it. I think you can ping people. Oh, I, my thing is, if somebody doesn't get back with me, is I'll just say, may I have your reply? Yeah. And question mark in, in an email or whatever if I'm emailing somebody and almost invariably people okay. say yeah you know they'll <laughs> and reply. And I think you are I think you're respectful in those settings and I think that with me where you feel more free if I don't get back with you Lori Lori <laughs> Lori yeah okay I may sound like a three-year-old there <laughs> I admit that's a possibility. I think we're probably a little bit more able to tease each other a little bit and also prevail on each other a little bit more for instant gratification because we know where that line is, right? There's a certain amount of, you know, pebbles in this shoe that you can tolerate and at some point you've gone over the line. But I think incompatible couples find that sweet spot, whatever it is. Of course, there's more friction there when you're incompatible. Okay, but you know, I still get really annoyed when we're driving together (laughs) and you... Lori, call so-and-so. You know, like you can't wait till we get there. Call so-and-so and find out this or tell them we're coming or do this or do that because I don't know what it is. You just want that stimulation. Well, in that moment, there's something that I'm trying to optimize our travel and that it may help us to either you know smooth out a potential difficulty with the people we're going to go meet or when we go visit a relative sometimes a specific relative they want to know we're coming and I'm happy with that 
before I wouldn't have done that. I would just show up. And now I could see like, hey, we're coming. We'll be there in five minutes. We'll be there in 10 minutes. You do that. And you seem to be okay with that. It's kind of like that for me. But maybe you don't want to do that with more people. I think it's a double whammy for me because I'm like, I'm sitting there just enjoying the ride. Exactly. Being chauffeured. (laughs) Yes. You don't want the chauffeur to give you tasks. (laughs) You want to sit right. there. If you could move to the back and you could read and you could close off the, the uh, yeah. front, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you're being chauffeured around, not having to worry where you are. Remember, we had an episode about that. You don't actually know you are on the physical globe, so I have to orient you to direction and space mm-hmm. and time. So I get that. That's a very comfortable and insulated world, and I penetrate that with a request that you text or call somebody. I, I don't. You don't always request. You like call so and so. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's There's got to be a metaphor in there, but it's like the water's flowing. I'm just kind of like... Your water's flowing? The water. I, I recognize you're in this transient, like yeah. beautiful state. And then just throwing a pebble in and... Yeah. You know, just, disturbing I, ripples. The ripples have disturbed your, <laughs> your flow. I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's hard when you're actually not driving... <laughs> And the driver is taking you someplace, and the driver All needs something right. else well, done. Well, that's a, maybe I'll do a little bit more driving. Well, yeah, thirty-nine years and counting, mm-hmm. and when you're going to pick up the keys now? I don't think four decades in, that ain't it happening. No, I'm not big on driving. That's true. And I am. Yeah. That could be a whole other episode, actually, driving be. versus not driving. Yeah, I, I you think of it as an activity? As, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's know. It's fun. Uh huh. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, no. Okay. I really, really do like riding. Who doesn't like being chauffeured in a limousine? That's You wonderful. don't. You don't like riding. You get anxious in the back seat with the taxi driver telling him or her where to go, what route to get there. Mm, you may be right about that. <laughs> An actual limousine I've ever relaxed in, but probably a regular cab, maybe not so much. It's probably well, some pathological is, control thing. I don't know. There's a there's a graphic that shows different personality <laughs> types, and you're the one right behind the bus driver telling the bus driver the directions. I'm in the back, looking out the back window. Yeah. So that shows like how far apart we are on the spectrum, and so I think we both have to put up with some frustration. All right. Well, I think we've found some way forward with texting and calling. Yeah, Would like, you be willing mm-hmm. to make phone calls for me when I'm driving no. in the future? <laughs> <laughs> wow, see? Okay. I think that there's maybe a way you could be discriminating about when to make those phone calls, but generally I don't want to make phone calls while I'm in the car. So you plan to judge on a rating scale the importance of my request <laughs> yes. and based on your subjective response to the understanding of how important it is to me, which well, you don't know, tell me why then it's you're so going to reject important. it. I don't think it. I'm still getting that. Well, I think it's it's fact specific. So we can mm-hmm. visit each of my requests later when you're shooting them down, you know, uh, in a perfunctory manner and, and and dive in for a deep discussion of why. I, you know, I'm it really you. is a thing for introverts. Phone calling is just very, very challenging. Okay, maybe we could go like a cognitive behavioral approach with this. And oh, no, no. You could no, do no. like one or two or three phone calls. You could like desensitize yourself to the oppression of it by just sort of tiptoeing toward it by accepting the fact you might have to make one or I two or three phone calls a, a phobia, week. I suppose if it's a phobia and it's interfering with your functioning, that's one thing. Other, but other when way. there's the option to text, this beautiful option to text, 
that works so well. Okay. Oh, I got a solution. <laughs> okay. So then I can just ask you or command you, I guess, is what you'd wait for. To just, could you text this person? You do then you're that. Then you to go, yes. You do that. No. Okay, but you, then you have to say yes because remember, you're that's a good thing. You're still interrupting the flow of the or stream. Or back to the flow no. thing. Okay. Wow. There's a lot of layers to get through to yeah. get to, you know, yeah. where you're able to respond to a request. I think that for me, it comes down to having a time time to adjust to the interaction, to move into the interaction. And if it's abrupt, and you can be very, I, I think you even somehow like abrupt. You like the excitement of just like calling somebody, <laughs> just picking the phone up and calling somebody without even thinking about it. Would I have to prepare for it? I just pick up the phone and call people. Oh my, yeah, I know. I know it's it's the jaw steam. I'm just going ahead. All right, well, that's our show for today. Uh, I hope right. you got some answers to your incompatibilities. Thanks for listening. Aren't gifts great? Baron doesn't think so. We'll fight it out on the next episode of The Incompatibles.